1: everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show safe space for you foul-mouthed fantasy players out there as always it's your boys king josh josh the king big Rome, fantasy fish what the fuck is
2: going on guys
1: How's it going we're a full dicked team full strength oh yeah damn right all dick all hard so there's a football game going on tonight if that's what you want to call months. it we were just talking about a pre show. This game's boring. It's been a boring game. And I love football, but this game's been hard to watch. And it sucks because uh, I have Dak in the league, and Tony Pollard running for a 58 yard touchdown doesn't help me. Or, you know. I yeah.
0: Know. Dude, Dallas should be so much better in this game than they are, but they're just not.
1: Dallas should be more better, period. But they're just not that good of a football team. They're just bad coaching. Yeah, Jerry Jones really shouldn't be involved with the team anymore. You know these old rich fools; they just don't want to give up power. But I love it. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, you know, hey, getting ready for this week, tonight's episode, we're going to talk about news and noise around the league, break down your AFC matchups for the week, and then uh, there should be some time we're going to take care of some more listener questions really isn't much news tonight so I'm just going to dive right in so earlier in the week they were talking about how Daniel Jones could miss time with a neck injury but Joe Judge said that Daniel Jones looked like himself during walkthrough yesterday they'll see how that goes uh, tomorrow I'm not like I said you're not playing Daniel Jones again this is more of a the players around him kind of thing but Joe Judge Judge does anticipate Kadarius Tony Sterling Shepard to come back so that's good news. That actually, I mean, who knows? That might help uh, Daniel Jones. I think that definitely helps Saquon to have actual receivers out there because Kenny Galladay is a shell of what he used to be. I I just, I love watching Rome. Got this big Rasta beard. Got a cigar. It's the best, man. It's just living the dream. That's all. Is it? Big Rome Hawk.
0: I want to smoke a cigar in my room. Big Rome Hawk. <laughs>
1: Um Lions aren't expected to have DeAndre Swift this week, which is, was expected. I hope it, you know, I like DeAndre Swift. I hope it's more of a one week thing, not a longer. But I don't know, Detroit's team is fucked. So they they might not be in any hurry to rush DeAndre back. Antonio Brown has been suspended 3 games by the NFL for misrepresenting his COVID-19 vaccination status.
0: How do they know?
2: They don't. They don't. They're just. They condemn this man. The thing is, like, it's a fucking
0: cardstock card. Like, you could make that shit on the computer and print a cardstock card. I mean, that's what he did. And (laughs) fill it out. Yeah, but did he, though, or did he not? (laughs) Who knows? It doesn't matter. Like, how do they know it's fake?
2: It doesn't matter with him. They just want him. It's like they want him out of the league. I don't know why.
0: I just don't understand how they can know it's fake. Like,. It's yeah, I, not like it's registered to anything. Like, it's just a fucking cardstock card with some numbers on it.
1: I liked it better when your medical information was your business. For real. Like, this shit's getting a bit out of hand, like this fucking COVID stuff.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, I mean, not to be political, but they, they make you get vaccinated for school, right? So it's not like it's a new thing.
1: Yeah, but the NFL is a private business. And.
0: Well, the thing is, they shouldn't be announcing it more so than you know like they could have mandated or whatever they want to do but you can't be like announcing people's medical records well
1: then also like uh you know because vegas and sports gambling runs the world um that's why they always list like limited and injured stuff because like like most jobs you don't you can't disclose medical information so like let's say you you know you slip and fall so you, you you know you hurt your back you don't have to I mean you tell your employer that you're hurt, you give him a doctor note and everything like that. But it's no one else's business on why you're hurt. But because of like the NFL, then it's like, well he's got to hurt back so he could miss 6 weeks and stuff like like it's always just so invasive for the players. But at the same time, like I guess when you're a celebrity like that, you have to you're giving up a lot of that privacy. You you're not you know, you're not a normal person.
0: It's probably in their contract.
1: Yeah. But then again, if I was getting paid, you know, fucking like Max Scherzer money where he's about to get like $43 million a year, whatever the fuck. Fuck it. You can tell everybody my information. I don't yeah. care. I'm fucking rich.
0: Yeah, you can like you can weigh my balls and tell them about how much my balls weigh. I don't give yeah, that's a fuck. fine with me.
1: But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all I have for news. There really wasn't much going on today. A lot of limiteds and stuff for practice. But, again, that's just to be expected. It's week 13. So, I mean, everyone's hurt. No one's 100% right now. Except for Adrian Peterson, apparently he just signed with the was it the Seahawks yeah. practice squad.
2: He'll be their starter God, this week. F-
1: that that's the answer for Seattle,
2: Adrian Peterson. <laughs> that, that's keep, exactly what you needed. I'm gonna keep coming back to this. I mean, how many weeks of the season are left? Fucking what five? F- five. Why? Yeah. Why isn't Todd Gurley getting a goddamn call? He can and go MV's for five fucking work. weeks, man.
0: That's about all he's got every year, so that, that'd
2: be, It'd perfect be perfect timing. perfect. Sign him. Somebody go get a running back. Bad.
0: Somebody's going to sign him at the end so they can have him in the playoffs. Sound like week 18.
1: He's one of the like, best. You know red- he got
0: five weeks out of you. so He's
1: an outstanding red zone running back. That's really all you need. Yep. It is. I love Todd Gurley, man. It sucks to see his career go down like this.
2: Yeah, it's been a shame.
1: Because, like, man, especially that, like, his first, like, what, two, three years of his NFL career, how amazing he was.
0: I wonder if he, like, did something behind the scenes that, like, NFL executives know about. Not like he would get suspended for it, but, like, he pissed off somebody or something like that.
2: I mean, it's possible, man. Kind of like
0: Kaepernick type of thing, you know?
2: You're saying he's blackballed? Maybe. It's possible.
1: You know what? Maybe with the... The departure from the Rams, and then he was complaining about money that was owed to him and a couple other things. Maybe some of the execs, are like, dude, fuck this guy. Like, because he publicly went out there talking shit. So.
0: You can't damage the badge, man.
1: You know, yeah. I mean, I, I understand the frustration, but at the same time, like, you know, if you want your money, there's other ways to get your money than going on Twitter and griping about it.
2: Don't go on Twitter at all. It's fucking stupid.
1: I think pro that should be like if I if I owned an NFL team, I'd be like, you motherfuckers can't touch Twitter until like the off season. And even then I'm monitoring what you guys post. Yeah, for real. Like,
0: what no, they should do is let a PR person review their posts or something. Yeah. Because like there's some NFL players whose like Twitter content's not bad. And then there's other people who are like all I mean, I don't know. If you look at Tom Brady's Twitter, it's not bad, but it's probably it's probably ran by a marketing. You person, know, he doesn't probably touch not here.
2: He
1: he probably never even logs yeah. into Twitter.
0: But that's what I mean, though, is they should have it ran by marketing people that's and like, stuff instead of this random person. Like just the other day on on, uh,
1: on Instagram, it's a verified blue check profile, but Kurt Cobain has an Instagram, and it's like he's been dead. For like thirty years, yeah. like back from the dead, it like the makes fuck, no fucking sense. You know, I am like, how the fuck is that a Twitter verified? Pay? He's fucking dead, but I don't know. Internet's a weird place, but but fuck it, whatever. Christmas is coming, let's be jolly. Yep.
0: This is true. Hell yeah,
1: dude. I, you know something crazy has nothing to do with football, but my girlfriend has never watched the first or second Home Alone movie, so I am forcing her to watch these.
2: Wait, there's more than one or two.
1: Well, I mean, the, they, they don't. Just they don't one, exist like, after that. Not that long ago. Yeah, one and say. two only. One and two are the only ones that matter.
0: Is correct. But Aren't she's never seen one it? or two. Did I read that
1: yeah. somewhere. Where did I read that? It just
0: came out, I think, not that
1: long ago. Oh, yeah, it just God. came out on like HBO Max, and it has like the girl from the office in it. But it's probably mm. terrible.
0: I'm not gonna watch it. I refuse. <laughs>
1: I fell asleep during it last night, so I'm going to have to finish it tonight. But I started watching the South Park special on Paramount+. Hey, Plus. that shit
2: was bomb. It was funny. That was I'm funny. like,
1: I just started it, so. But then I just, I'm old. I can't stay awake past, like, 10. <laughs> you get tired of, like, 9.15. Shit, me and you both. But All right, you guys ready to just talk about some football? I guess, if we have to. <laughs> We're almost there. We're almost there. All right, so let's kick it off. My beloved LA Chargers at six and five, heading over to Cincinnati, taking on the seven and four Bengals. Cincinnati favorite at minus three, over under at fifty and a half. Justin Herbert, love that man, beautiful man. Great matchup for Austin Eckler; he should have a great game. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, man, I I hope he.
2: It was fun. It was fun for a while there. But yeah, those four or five weeks early on in the year. Yeah. Which Wait, fish the, you point the, the
1: Saints can have Mike Williams now if this is what it's going to be.
0: <laughs> Never, I don't want him, I don't want him anymore.
1: <laughs> no, you don't want you don't want that. But
0: no, <laughs> might as well have Traquan Smith at that point.
1: <laughs> but you know, it, it's not a bad matchup, Mike Williams. He could you know he could very well get behind the defenders like he has in the past. Uh, Project Jared Cook is now over. I don't think that's going to be a thing anytime soon. Other side of the ball, Joe Burrow. has got a great matchup. Chargers allowing the allowing 17 points per game to the fantasy quarterbacks. So Joe Burrow, he's in you know he's quarterback one, lowish, but you know he's a quarterback one. Joe Mixon, great matchup for him. He's going to be a top ten play. Jamar Chase, we still rank him in the top ten despite his what, what, he's been like a God. He, what is it? I, I think he's been outside the top 30 for the last, like, three weeks, four weeks. So, I mean, as much as I hate to say, because I'm a Charger fan, if you have a get-right game, it's against the Chargers. You know, their their offense has the ability to put up a lot of points, so there's a chance that Cincinnati's going to have to put up a lot of points to stay competitive. T. Higgins, still a good start, had a great game last week. You know, if you figure Derwin James and... Sante Samuel Jr. cover up Jamar Chase. That leaves a lot for T Higgins out there. Tyler Boyd, no. <laughs> the look I mean, of disappointment on.
2: I don't know. Like Higgins has been bad up until like last week when he finally did good. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling the Jamar Chase game coming on. T Higgins, I've got him rated at 22, but I, I don't know, man. I'm not liking it. Oh, well, I mean. We all put Chase
1: in the top ten, so it, it's definitely a get right game for him. So Azama, no. <laughs> Moving on, six and six Colts, taking yeah. on two and nine Texans. Colts favorite at minus nine, over under at forty-five and a half. Carson Wentz, man, he's been very surprising this year because he's sometimes very much Carson Wentz of old, and then sometimes he's very much current Carson Wentz, where he's absolute dog shit. Like what was it last week? They were up like thirty to fucking like ten or whatever. They ended up losing the game or whatever it was.
2: Uh-huh. I mean, Carson Wentz, man, fuck. I mean, he's quarterback been, eleven on the year. Yeah, but he's been good on the year. Like for fantasy purposes, he's been consistent, and that's really all you can ask for for a guy who came in. What was it like a right as as a training camp started? The dude broke his fucking foot or some bullshit like that. He's Something been like consistent that. considering where I thought the trajectory of his success was going to be. So I I've been happy with him. Well, one of the most impressive
1: stats for me for Carson Wentz 21 passing touchdowns and only five interceptions. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that that's absolutely outstanding. So they can run the, good ball, at the Texas helps. defense. You know, they're, they're the, they're the seventh best matchup for quarterbacks. So, I mean, th- this should be a great game for him. Jonathan Taylor, he's pretty good at football. Did even against the fucking mean ass Tampa Bay defense, he was still good. Yeah,
2: I mean, he's. I don't want to say this might be the first time we're all a consensus number one on a running back this year. Like yeah, I mean, for a week for this be. week, yeah, it's he's been so good.
0: Well, and a lot of the good running backs that you'd say could be better are injured. True,
2: that, that is a very very good point, Fish.
1: Uh, we all love Michael Pittman this week is definitely there's a good matchup for everybody. Michael Pittman's a good matchup. TY Hilton, he might even be a sneaky flex option out there. Like we're all kind of low on him just because the the floor of TY Hilton is, you know, fucking zero. But in in the past, the one team he absolutely destroys every year is the Texans. Okay, like for instance, TY Hilton missed every game at the beginning of the year, came in for week 6 and went 4 for 80 against Houston so
0: I was going to say he shits on Houston every single time. So if there's a game, he could do it. Yeah. This might be it.
1: If he could play Houston 18 weeks a year, he'd have 1500 yards and like 15 touchdowns every year. But so, yeah, so, so T Y Hilton could be a sneaky flex. Um, I ranked Jack Doyle a little bit higher than you guys, just because the not every, not consistently, but over the last five weeks, he's had three touchdowns um, over the last three weeks. He's had at least five targets. So, I mean, he's, he's getting involved out there and, you know, I don't know, could do worse. At t- I mean, I don't love him. Like I ranked him at 16. So it's not like I'm like high on him, but I mean, you know, decent streaming option. If you, if you need one, you know, if you're Darren Waller,
2: yeah, yeah it's fair. I guess. Would you rather play I mean, Jack Doyle or Foster Moreau? Foster Murrow. Do I? I'd rather play. I'd go none. I'll just pump the position. Fair enough.
1: Other side of the ball, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's about it. That's <laughs> been that that's, <laughs> that's been solid. the Houston. That's been Houston all. Just Brandon Cooks.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, that's that's your only option.
1: You know, I was really hoping he would have gotten traded somewhere.
2: I mean, he's, a, a talent. They
0: should have just like his, but his fantasy I mean,
2: value is only here, which I'm okay with. Like as a team, and as a player, as a person, you wish he'd go somewhere that he could find some success and not be on a two and nine Texans team with Tyron Taylor throwing him the ball. But for fantasy purposes, it keeps him relevant, which I'm cool with.
0: Well, I mean, you could think though they if they're trying to trade him. I guess, I guess this team wouldn't trade him, but a team like Detroit a team like the packers mm. packers could use him and he'd be relevant yeah. detroit he'd be the same situation as houston basically
2: with a you know, just a I mean, pussy hair of a better quarterback in golf but I, I, maybe not i don't know
0: well better offense all around in detroit kinda yeah
1: but could you imagine brandon cooks on detroit on green bay i would love him like on how green good bay. that would have been
0: dude that would be yeah. that would have been awesome
1: or you know, or if he could have gone, um, oh, maybe to Baltimore,
2: to Philadelphia. Yeah, if he goes to Green, if he went to Green Bay, that might keep Rogers around another year. Family reunion, back to New
1: Orleans. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's Brandon Cooks. So, moving on. Got the four and seven Giants taking on the five and seven Dolphins. Miami favorite at minus four and a half, over under forty and a half. It's a good matchup for Daniel Jones, but none of us like him. I mean, I barely like him in a super flex league. Yeah, I don't know. Like the only time he's like, you have to play him. If it's like a true two quarterback league, not a super flex, but a two quarterback league, then you can play Daniel Jones. But I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe with getting um, Tony and and Shepard back, that helps him out. Because Galladay, goddamn, they spent seventy million dollars on this guy.
0: Mm, he might not even play too, Daniel Jones. So Yeah.
2: Is Shepard back for
1: sure? Uh he practiced today. Okay. So it's one of those things where just, you know, keep an eye on it. Cause yeah. If, I mean if 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 like I said, if he if he plays, that's that's big for Daniel Jones. Plus, like I said, that helps the other pass catching option. That helps Saquon, that helps everyone else. So um But yeah, so yeah you play Saquon. I mean, the only wide receiver that I'm – and it's purely a health thing. Like, I would play Tony if I knew he was, like, fully healthy. Um, but even then, like, I don't know, I'm a little worried about that. And then uh, Sterling Shepard. I mean, Shepard's missed an awful lot of time. So, I, I don't think I would be comfortable plugging Shepard back into my lineup because he hasn't played since week eight. So –
0: yeah, I'd avoid him pretty much at all costs if I can.
1: I don't know. As, as I'm looking through the. You play Saquon, like, Saquon is the Brandon Cooks of New York. You play Saquon, and that's it.
2: I mean, until proven otherwise. It. Yeah, Tony is a possibility because they really want to push that ball to him. But that might change if Shepard comes back because Shepard was kind of the focal point when he was healthy. I could see Shepard jumping into that role again and being consistent, especially in a PPR format.
1: Yeah, but
2: yeah, I could too. I just wouldn't want to
0: find out. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to play starting it to find, my roster. Yeah.
1: You're going to watch
2: yeah. it while it happens. Give me some time, exactly. Yeah. Um,
1: other side of the ball, Tua Tagovailoa. You know, he he might be a decent uh, streamer option out there. Um Drawing a blank on who's bye week this week, but not a bad matchup. Fish, you and I both have him right outside that quarterback one range. You're a little lower on him, Rome, but that's okay. Uh, Miles Gaskin, it's a great matchup, but I don't know. Miles My- Gaskin's actually been pretty good the last couple weeks. He's, he's s- sneaky, the running back 14 on the year. Um, you had two touchdowns last week at 89 yard rushings two weeks ago. So, you know, you play Gaskin. I love Jalen Waddle. I mean, Jalen Waddle right now to me, he's an every week start. I mean, this guy, um, I think I read somewhere that over the last, uh, like, was it? Over the last, like, four weeks, he's been, like, the wide receiver, like, 13 or 14. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's 19 in standard leagues and 11 in PPR in the season. Yeah. Yeah. And uh just last week against Carolina, he was a wide receiver one.
1: Exactly. So Waddle's a must start. Um and then you know, Gasecki, Low end tight end one. Just because I and I think that's more just because of the emergence of Waddle. Since now they don't have to rely so heavily on Gasecki. I think that's taken away from him. But I don't know, tight end's such a thin position that you you still play Gasecki. Um
2: did uh did Devontae Parker die?
1: Yes. Okay. He D E D did. R.I.P. Although there there's rumors having it that he might play this week, but it's one of those like I'll believe it when I see it.
2: I don't I don't even know. I think um, I think for unfortunately for him, Jalen Waddle's emergence is gonna kill him. He's gonna have to go somewhere else to find some success. I mean Waddle people are comparing Waddle, like as a rookie year, he's on par with Chase. Like people were really we are all high on Chase. We love that guy. Waddle has statistically been right there with him the entire year. Like he's, I don't know. Where do you guys? Who would you guys take next year in a redraft? Who Waddle you take? or Chase? Yeah, between Waddle or Chase.
0: Probably Chase, just because the quarterback is a little bit better. I agree, but I think,
2: but I think everybody else feels that way too. So the value right. might be in well, Waddle.
0: Well, the value might be in Waddle still too, because like he's kind of like sneaky good right now, mm-hmm. where you might be able to get him around later than Chase. Right. So that that would kind of help too. If they were going the same round though, that would change the my opinion there. But the other thing with Miami too is like, what happens to this team when Will Fuller and Devontae Parker are back?
1: I think Wolf Fuller would never come back.
0: This is true. But um, Devontae Parker seems to be injured all the time, too. But it could really change the format. It could actually make them a good team. They could both stay. If they all three were healthy for a whole season, damn.
1: They'd that be would, great. That would so be cool. They have a good defense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although we all know Devontae Parker, he's going to end up being a Patriot or some shit like that.
2: And but be amazing. It could be.
1: But yeah, I don't, this actually might turn out to be an okay game. You know, I, I actually, I like the, I like the Miami team. They've, they've, you know, off to a really bad start, but they've really been turning it around over the last few weeks. And, you know, two, two has actually been playing. Okay. He's looked better than Jalen hurts and Philadelphia was trying so hard to, you know, or I'm sorry, Miami was trying so hard to get rid of. Tua right there at the trade deadline with Deshaun Watson. There's also rumors that they were going to trade him for Jalen Hurts. I mean, I don't know. If I had a franchise, I'd probably want Tua over Jalen Hurts. Hurts is better for fantasy, but Tua is a better real-life quarterback. He's
2: barely better for fantasy. He's a quarterback that has more rushing yards and rushing touchdowns every week than passing. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Moving on. Five and seven Eagles taking on... Three and, set, three and eight Jets. Eagles favorite of minus seven over under at 45 and a half. Jalen Hurts, quarterback one, but I'm, I'm a little concerned with him because they're talking about that ankle injury. And then um, earlier in the week, it could have been more of a speculative thing or just to kind of just get him some reps. But uh, Gardner Minshew took some of the first team reps at practice, but that could have been more just because Waddle, I'm sorry, Hurts is a little banged up. Um, but I mean, it's a great matchup. <laughs> you know, they're allowing almost 19 points a game to the quarterback. Jalen Hurts could easily run for 100 yards and two touchdowns on them because they're just not a very good defense. So, Miles Sanders, this is the number one matchup for running backs, and I want to love Miles Sanders so bad. But for some reason, the franchise does not seem to love Miles Sanders the way that we do. And what's funny is Director Ross and I were talking pre-show about it. Sanders is a good running back. He can run, he can catch, but for some reason, they just don't want to fucking use him. I don't get it. You know, they, they'd rather go with Boston Scott or sign Jordan Howard off the fucking street. They'd rather go with that over Miles Sanders.
2: I, I wish I had an answer, but I, I have no clue.
1: Yeah, pretty accurate. But it's like every NFL franchise would love to have Miles Sanders on their roster. Yeah. Except for the Eagles. <laughs> except for where it he's at. makes no sense. You know San Francisco would love Miles Sanders because they oh love having God.
2: nine running backs. Yeah. Yeah, they kill his fantasy career, but it's already killed where he's at, so who the fuck knows.
1: But yeah, I mean, it's a good matchup for Miles Sanders. Who knows? This could be the game that Miles Sanders goes absolutely off, but probably not just because the offense is fucking weird. Devonta Smith, I wanted to love him so much, too. This is a top 10 uh, game for wide receivers. But just Jalen Hurts has looked like shit <laughs> over the last couple weeks. You know, Devonta Smith, this was coming into the cherry part of his uh, fantasy season. You know, you got he's getting all the snap counts, but they're just not throwing him the ball. Like last, did you see, uh, I should have retweeted, I I thought I retweeted it, but I probably didn't. But uh, at the end of the game, when Philadelphia was marching, Devonta Smith was open in the end zone like twice, but they went to Rager the two times and visibly frustrated, Smith threw his helmet, started screaming on the sideline. And I feel kind of bad because he's running good routes. He's got the RoboCop JJ Watt arm shield. He's ready to rock and roll, but they keep going to Rager. God, and like like I said it before on on like an episode or two ago, you know that has, that's a huge kick to the dick because they Justin Jefferson went one pick after Jalen Rager. <laughs> yeah, fuck man. And when they drafted Rager, even I thought I was like. Then I thought because I wasn't maybe I wasn't paying. I was like, did Justin Jefferson get drafted? then I thought like, oh, that makes sense that Rager. Cause even I actually didn't like Rager that much coming out of college, but I was like, oh, Justin Jefferson might have gotten drafted by somebody, and I started like scrolling through the draft results, and I didn't see Jefferson's name, and I was like, wait, they took Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, and then the Vikings took Jefferson, and I was like, oh fuck, good for them. So, fuck you, Philadelphia, for real. Pieces. Anyways, yeah, fuck you, <laughs> Dallas Goddard. Top ten play, yeah. top twelve play, whatever. Other side of the ball, I don't like anybody really. I mean, Tevin Coleman might be a desperation flex, but the problem is Ty Johnson's getting a lot of work in there. Um, Elijah Moore is dog shit with Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson isn't a very good quarterback. Um.
2: I just—I don't think you can start anybody on the Jets. I mean, it's at that Houston—it's at that Houston level, except they don't even have a Brandon fucking Cooks. It's worse. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. The only guy that I would play—the only guy I would play would be Wilson, because he's the guy that has the chance to score the most points. But are you comfortable ever starting that fucking guy? No. I have him in a super flex league. He's sitting on my bench right where he belongs. Zach,
1: if it wasn't a super flex league, Zach Wilson shouldn't be rostered. Agreed. (laughs) He's just bad. He looks really bad. Now, I I don't want to throw in the towel and say that his career's over like before it's even begun. But he looks bad. And it could get to that point to where the confidence gets rocked and you're looking at a career backup quarterback. Yeah. He does have a hot mom, though.
2: I mean. Mormon.
1: Yeah, but not much to say about the Jets. Moving on five and six, Washington football team taking on six and five Raiders in Vegas. Raiders are favorite at minus two and a half over under forty nine and a half. Taylor Heineke, not a bad matchup this week. Um, potential streamer. I love Gibson this week. I've loved him all year, but I love him more now because JD McKissick probably won't play. He had a pretty bad concussion, got carted off the field. Um, Gibson's been getting twenty plus carries the last couple of weeks. He's actually been looking really good. I think that bye week came at the right time. Let that broken shin heal up. Um, he's been looking outstanding, and I'm very heartbroken that I traded him away in a league. And I hope he can forgive me. You know, it's it was nothing personal at the time. I was desperate. When a girl gets desperate, you know, things happen. But, you know, like I said, over the last couple weeks, 24 carries, 19 carries, 29 carries. He's had two rushing touchdowns over that span. But then once – see, but the big thing is this. After J.D. McKissick went down, seven catches with seven targets for 35 yards for Gibson. So, I mean, he was getting the passing game work. You know, he was – I think he was like the running back five or something like that last week. So, I mean, he's been looking really good. So, this is a good matchup for him, especially because – this is the eighth best matchup for fantasy running backs. They're allowing over 20 points a game to the running back position. Um, good game for Gibson, my beautiful chocolate man, my champion, my hero. <laughs> Get her done.
0: Yeah, you broke up with your boyfriend, and then he went to the gym and started working out.
1: But you know what, though? Can like It's jealous. one of those things where it's like you're heartbroken at first, and then you're like, you know what? Good for him. I'm glad he's happy. He deserves he deserves to be with somebody <laughs> nope. that would treat him with the way that I should have treated him.
2: You traded and him into somebody who have didn't have with. a win. And he barely I needed him. a win.
1: In my defense, I turned him into Nick Chubb. So
2: although who knows that fuck I, I
1: wonder if I can trade it back. <laughs> I want to. All right. Scary Terry, good matchup. You play that man. Logan Thomas, I'm the only one that's really high on him you guys aren't too far off. You got him right outside the tight end one range. But the reason why I like Logan Thomas was he came back after an extended absence, but he was actually getting a lot. Of, he got six targets, which I mean, if I can get a tight end, like I said, if you don't have the, the Kelsey Waller, Kittle Hawk type tight end, if I can get six plus targets a week for my tight end, I love it. I want that, you know, and he went three for 31 he actually looked pretty good out there. Um, Vegas is the number one matchup for tight ends. So I actually have him inside my top ten. I, I think this is actually a very good matchup for Logan Thomas. I think you guys are a little low on him. You need to show that man put some respect on that name.
2: How goddamn dare you? <laughs> you're probably right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. I was gonna say like
0: eh, I didn't know Vegas was a number one matchup against tight ends. You I'm, have I'm Foster sure Moreau right, right but... behind
1: Logan Thomas, fish. Shame on you. Dude, Foster Moreau is money. Foster Moreau,
0: when he had to film for Dylan Waller, it was just fine. There you
1: go. Other side of the ball, Derek Carr. This is actually the number one matchup for fantasy quarterbacks. So if you're going to play Derek Carr, this is the week to do it. Although, knowing how Derek Carr is, this is actually the week you don't want to do it because he's just going to be a piece of shit for some reason. But he does lead the league in passing yards.
0: That's usually how he does it, though. He's usually like good when you're like, "This guy's not going to do good," and then he does good. Well, see, my thing—you're like, is, "Oh, I this is the week to start high. him," and he just fucking sucks.
1: Yeah, I got him right outside uh, the quarterback one range. I got him at thirteen, but I realized I might have made a mistake because there is no Darren Waller, and the offense runs through Darren Waller. So we lost room, but we'll just keep plugging along. Josh Jacobs. This is a good matchup for him. I actually have him inside the top ten. Oh, welcome back, buddy. <laughs> um, hello. We're talking about Josh Jacobs right now. So Josh Jacobs, I have him inside the top ten just because this is a good matchup for him. And then he looked really good last week against Dallas. Dallas has actually been very good against the run. He had twenty-two carries, eighty-seven yards, and a touchdown. So, and he looked good, which is surprising because Josh Jacobs looks good like once a year, and he did it. So, and this is a good matchup. Um. Uh, I like it. You guys are probably closer to where he should be ranked than I am. You got him right outside that running you got him in the high running back too.
2: But.
0: I could see him landing where you put him. But I just think it's more likely
2: that he'll be a little bit lower. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Uh
1: Hunter Renfro. I actually love Hunter Renfro this week. You do you do too, fish. Um over the last couple of weeks, Hunter Renfro has been a top 12 wide receiver. He's sneakily the wide receiver 21 on the year. It's because he's, it's not a sexy name. He's not a high pedigree player. You know, he's just this little tiny scrappy white dude, but he's getting it done this year. Um, you know, he's just not gonna If he had touchdowns, this would, you know, he'd be a top 12 play, but since he's not really getting very many touchdowns, um, but i mean i just he's had double digit points very consistently this year you know last week alone 8 for 134 against dallas you know after waller went down and now he's going to be the de facto number one passing option out there so i i love hunter renfro this week
0: yeah, yeah. i love hunter renfro every week he's if you look at it too he's only got let's see here one two games with less than six targets in the whole season yeah, in a lot of these games he has over eight, so he's getting a lot of volume, dude. If he had touchdowns, it'd be it'd be gold. But even without him, he's producing pretty damn well.
1: Yeah, and then I guess Foster Moreau, if you're kind of desperate for a tight end out there, I mean if he if he I don't think he gets the full blown Darren Waller role, but. He's going to be taking some portion of that Darren Waller role, and
0: he he got it last time Waller was out. He played a hundred percent of the snaps. Yeah, and that game he scored eighteen points, six for six first, uh, receptions on six targets for sixty yards and a touchdown. And the uh, one thing that's somewhat concerning is like last week against Dallas, when he did come in, he had five targets for one reception. But it, he's showing plenty that he. He can get it done for the few moments that he's got.
1: Yeah, but I, I could chalk that up to when Waller's in, he doesn't expect to play. If you look at his snap counts when Waller's healthy, it's very low. And then all of a sudden you right. just get thrusted into a position where it's like, oh, shit, I'm now the guy. And that sometimes.
0: Yeah, in the middle of the game, you don't have time to prepare. Yeah. Last time he had a week, the offseason to prepare, or not the offseason, Jesus Christ, the the week to prepare, he did just fine.
2: Yeah.
1: So I I think, uh, so, you know, you might be right. This could be a good week for him, but yeah, moving on eight and three Baltimore Ravens taking on the five, five and one Pittsburgh Steelers in what should be a very gross game. Uh, Baltimore favorite at minus four and a half over 144 Lamar Jackson, man, four interceptions last week. Fucking gross. Yeah. That, I don't think that happens this week, but gross. He's been bad. To, like, so three weeks ago he played against Miami in a good matchup against Miami and shat the bed. Then he had COVID herpes or just herpes and missed last week. Then came into this week and just last week played like shit against Cleveland. Pittsburgh's actually been pretty tough against the quarterback. Um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we all ranked him in the top 10 cause it's, Fucking Lamar Jackson, I mean, it's what he does. He runs. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. I mean, he's the number seven quarterback on the year. Uh, Devonta Freeman, decent RB2 play this week. You know, Hollywood Brown, like, what do you, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm disappointed by Hollywood Brown this year.
2: Rome, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Hollywood? I mean, it looks so promising early on. The fucking guy was making big time splashes and now all of a sudden he's fucking Mr. Invisible Man. I, I don't know what's going on other than what seems to be a bit of a regression from Jackson. I mean that's the only that's the only thing I can explain. I
0: disagree with what's completely. going on
2: with
0: him. He re, yeah, Jackson had a little bit is doing a little worse, but he's still top quarterback. Marquise Brown is the number fifteen receiver on the
2: year. But that was, but that's what I'm saying. That was all from early.
0: No, in it wasn't year. in week nine. He had 20 points. Just last week, he had 13 points, which isn't great, but that's okay for wide receiver two or three or flex. And then Miami, he had 9.7, so not great. But I mean, he's had he's been kind of hit and miss. But when he hits, it's totally worth it. And when he misses, it's still like 10 points.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Rashad Bateman looked like he was really coming along there for a while, but that's kind of halted. Um, I would start him, but with caution. Like, I got him that – we all have him in that wide receiver three flex range. Um, The potential and the talent is there, but the production just hasn't been. Um, You know, he had like like that – I mean, I guess you could kind of call it a breakout game against Miami, you know, six for 80, which was nice. But – I mean, I'm not seeing too much, but uh, you could do worse. You play Mark Andrews. That guy, man, he's been really coming along lately. You know, slow start to the beginning of the year, but just been absolute money the last couple weeks. Um, You know, scored twice in the last three weeks, so I'm liking that. Other side of the ball, Najee Harris is a stud. Tough matchup, but, I mean, just his involvement and work volume alone. Like, God, wait. I'll admit it, Roman, you were the same way. We are so very wrong about Najee Harris. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: But that's okay. Good yeah, for him. It was, uh, um, that vo- that volume alone, man, has been crazy. was that? As you said, that volume alone has been crazy. Yeah.
0: And that's why I liked him before the season started. Because I you knew he was going to get crazy amount of volume. Because it's Mike Tomlin, and he's going to run this guy until his legs fall off.
1: Which might be this year. Fuck. God man. they they might <laughs> abuse the shit out of him this year. Uh Deontay <laughs> Johnson, good play. Chase Claypool. He, he, Chase Claypool's been finally kind of breaking out of that shell a little bit, so he he's like a decent wide receiver two three somewhere in there. You can play him. Uh Muth. I might be a little bit lower on Muth than I should. Um but he's he's definitely in play this week. I mean he he's right out. he's like right there that tight end one range. Um, yeah, I think so. You play, play the friar. Let's get yeah. in moving on six and five Broncos taking on the seven and four chiefs, Kansas city favorite at minus 10 over 147. Uh, Melvin Gordon's been kind of banged up. He might not play this week. Um, he's been listed as doubtful. Oh, um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, we all, we, I mean, if, if, You could play either Javante or Melvin, regardless of if one of them plays or not. They're both getting very much involved in this offense. Kansas City, you know, their defense has been meh. Uh, Jerry Judy, you know, he's an okay play. Corlin Sutton, man, that's been really disappointing this year. (laughs) Because he he was looking pretty good when Jerry Judy was out, but now that Jerry Judy's in, it's really kind of taken away From his uh, production. And that kind of bums me out. They did pay that man. And they paid Tim Patrick, which is kind of crazy, too. So, would you guys go
0: ahead? Yeah, I agree. It's it's weird because, like, I'm looking at their stats from the last two games. And Sutton last week had three targets and two receptions. And Judy only had three targets, also. So I think, I feel like when they have these bad games, both of them, It's just like a lack of volume, but when they get the volume, they do fine.
1: Yeah, agreed. Well, they're both very talented players. It's just a matter of actually using them. Like that—that's been the hard part—is they're just not, like you said, they, they, they share too much of the responsibilities, and that just kind of like fucks things up. But yeah. Uh, moving on. You talk. You play. uh, Noah Font, even though he's been kind of shitty lately, but that's fine. Uh, other side of the ball, you play Patrick Mahomes. Clyde Edwards-Lair, you play him. Tyreek Hill, you, you play Kelsey. I don't know. Chiefs are easy to... You, you play You play the guys.
0: Yeah, they're so self-explanatory. I mean, like, you play one tight end, one receiver, the running back and the quarterback. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about, like, hey, is some other receiver going to take the targets? No, they're not.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'll tell you what, though. I don't necessarily like how good Denver is against the quarterback and how good they are against the tight end. Cause I think if you take Travis Kelce away, the offense isn't the same.
0: Well, you, you have seen it this year that they've been in multiple games where yeah. teams figured them out. Yeah. You know, they're not like they were last year and it's the same pieces, but it's more or less that, you know, the defenses have, have adjusted and Denver's yeah. defense could very well make that adjustment. They've got plenty of good enough players to do that.
2: Absolutely.
0: And I hope they do because I'm playing Mahomes and Hill this week in our home league.
1: Although to be fair, Yeesh. you know, Andy Reid is usually awesome coming off the bye. So there's a chance that Kansas City comes out hot and just stomps the throat for Denver, but I mean, we'll see. Patrick Mahomes has also had a handful of shit absolute dog shit games this year, so We'll see. Yeah.
0: Well, I think they'll beat him, and I think they'll beat him bad. But that doesn't mean that you're going to get those four touchdown performances that you always see. You know. Yeah. So Patrick, Patrick. I Holmes don't think that, easily- I, I don't think that there'll be a bad start, but I don't necessarily think you're going to get those that forty fantasy point game from Patrick. Yeah, Mahomes. but there's a he chance. could very well.
1: Mahomes throws for one eighty-five and one touchdown. You know, so there's also a chance he throws for. 585 and <laughs> yeah. six yeah. touchdowns. No, but that's, that, that's the crazy thing about Mahomes. He's just as likely to do either. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Our last game for week thirteen, your Monday night game. Got the eight and four New England Patriots taking on the seven and four Buffalo Bills. This what the spread's actually kind of surprised me. Buffalo favorite at minus two and a half. That's very close. Over under forty three and a half. So with implied point total, it's not going to be a very high scoring affair. They think it's going to be a very defensive game, which it could very well happen that New England defense has been stellar all year. Buffalo's defense has been really good too, and Josh Allen, kind of weird all year too. Even though he's the quarterback one, I think. He yes, the quarterback he is. One. But who knows? All right, New England side. Damien Harris. The only problem is Ramon J Stevenson has been taken away from Harris. Like Harris was the the guy. Then he got hurt. Stevenson filled in pretty well and now Harris is still the guy but Stevenson has actually carved himself a role in that offense and I think that kind of fucks things up for Harris a little bit but you know you you know, you play you start your guys Kendrick Bourne, this guy's been very interesting to me, he's been quietly because you know he's like the low the little guy from San Francisco waiver pickup guy and for a free agent sign, wherever the fuck they did. And he's been really good lately. Um, he just kind of goes under the radar because like, in theory, he is the third wide receiver on the team, but he's the wide receiver 24 on the year.
0: He reminds me of Hunter Renfro. Oh. yeah. Not the way, not necessarily the way he plays. I mean, maybe a little bit, but just sneakily solid, but nothing spectacular.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean the, the problem with, with Bourne though is if you look at his season he could easily go two for ten or he might go four for 98 and a touchdown you know so it's just but I mean hey it 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 helps when you have Aguilar and Myers taking on like their top quote-unquote defenders because he is their third option so he kind of gets in there in the slot finds himself open and we all know Pat uh Bill Belichick offenses, love as a slot receiver. So Bourne's been a great play. And then, you know, I, I still like Jacoby mm-hmm. Meyer. The volume's there. You know, he's a decent uh, wide receiver, too, out there. Um, Hunter Henry, man, he's been outstanding. He, he's he been a great tight end. And I, I'm really bummed the Chargers didn't keep him.
2: Yeah, that was a huge mistake by them.
1: Yeah, that was, that was a big mistake. I, I was I was upset when we let him walk, but, you know, it's what it is.
0: I'm not – I think Hunter Henry – it's fine to stream. I put him at nine, but I'm not really that sold on him. Really? Yeah, well, when Johnny Smith is there, he doesn't really do as well. I mean, the last two weeks, he's got four and a half and 3.6 points against Atlanta and, t- and Tennessee. He d- only got four points against the Chargers. Like he's, look, If you go look at his scores, right, the times he has good games, every single one of those, he has a touchdown. Now he's got a lot of touchdowns, which is fine for a tight end. If you if you're fine taking three points, if you don't get a touchdown out of him, then that's cool. But this is just not necessarily the best matchup, and knowing that he's touchdown dependent is not really my favorite play.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I understand where you're coming from, but I think that you know he has seven touchdowns on the year. He's scored in six games, and they've played. 12 to this point so he's in i mean 50 percent of the time he's getting in the end zone
0: yeah i guess you're taking and a 50-50 one, 50 50 shot right
2: twice yeah and that's sort of what i guess that but that percentage is a bit skewed because if you look at all the other tight ends because he's not your top tier guy he's not your your Kittle, your kills your waller your hawk he's not that guy but what he does is he d- can find the end zone yeah decently well like i said i put him at nine
0: i'd still play him Yeah, exactly. I'm just not, like, the most thrilled about it.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Other side of the ball, play Josh Allen. The running back feels a fucking mess, because for a while it was Zach Moss, then it's not. Singletary kind of made his claim again. Now it seems to be Matt Burita.
2: Who it should have been the whole
1: time.
0: (laughs) It probably should have been. He looks the best out of all of them. If you just go back and look at when, when each time they were used, like, Brida looks the most productive. Well,
2: Breda was a good running back for not San Francisco. Helpful. He was so good in San Francisco. So good in San Francisco. I was heartbroken when they let him go to keep Mostert, who's always goddamn injured, and proved it again this year. But it's like, Breda when he went to that backfield, I kind of threw my hands up. Like, well, fuck we're probably never going to see him because these other two guys are so young. But here he is, making a nice resurgence at the uh, the very end of the year, helping somebody get into the playoffs. Not saying this week. This is a fucked up week. By the way, this is the worst game I've seen in a long time. Yeah, just look in how the much fucking how red bars <laughs> there are. It's just red all over this thing because of how great both of these defenses are. Yeah, and since it's a I listener it.
0: show, we have a spreadsheet where we put all our, our rankings, and we put the matchup color coordinated and red means bad in this whole entire spreadsheet is red.
1: Yeah, well, I mean the implied point total, they're one scoring 20, the other one scoring like 18 or something or 20 and 22. So I mean, it it's yeah. going to be a low scoring affair.
0: Is it though? Because when you see those high-scoring games, and you're like, "Oh, I'm excited about this game. It's going to be high-scoring." Then you watch it, and you're like, "It's like it, it ends up like 21 to 17." You're like, "What the fuck is
1: this?" You heard do it you know here have, first, like, folks. Yeah. They always do the opposite. 63 to 58. <laughs> there you go. That'd be awesome. But yeah, you, know, you play Diggs. It would be great. You play Dawson Knox. It's probably it. Manny Sanders was a thing, but now he's not. So
0: yeah. I I agree. Who do you think gets you know the Bill the Bill Belichick? I'm taking you away treatment. You think it's going to be Diggs and? It's Diggs. And he's going to drop a little bit. It's got to be Diggs. Right? It has
1: to be Diggs. Diggs is good.
0: I Wonder if that'll help Manny Sanders there or Beasley.
1: Yeah. Would you guys okay in this game? Would you rather have Dawson Knox or Hunter Henry?
0: Hunter Henry. I don't know. Let me look at something real quick. I
1: love Dawson Knox. It's Dawson Knox. It's always Dawson Knox.
0: I think I'd rather have Dawson Knox yeah, just he because he's he has good games without touchdowns. Like just against the Colts the 2 weeks ago he had 10, 10 10 targets, 6 receptions for 80 yards. That's just fine. Yeah. You know, like he does he has scored a lot of touchdowns too, you know, but when he when he hasn't he still he produces more. So that floor without a touchdown is higher.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Yep. This is actually a good place to wrap it up. We were going to have some listener questions, but this episode ran a little bit long. So tune in for tomorrow's episode. We're going to bring your booty calls of the week, and then we'll dig into some of them listener questions, because we love you. We don't want to leave you hanging. We just want to cock tease you a little bit. We're not going to let those balls go full. We're going to empty them balls. Yeah. That's what we do. Right into them nice. booty cheeks. Hell yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Get us on the social medias, at Filthy F Ball Show on Twitter filthy fantasy football show on instagram send in your emails to filthy fantasy football show at gmail.com and again i love you pull that dick out king josh josh king big role
0: fancy fish
2: have a good way y'all.